Welcome to the Yes You May podcast. I'm your host, Amanda May Gray. I'm so excited you're here today. Together on this podcast, we hashtag live, learn, grow by talking all things self-confidence, motivation, and ways to live into your dreams so that you can have a life you love. Let's dive right in. Hello, sunshine. How are you doing today? I'm Amanda Mae Gray, the host of the Yes You May podcast, and we're going to talk about something a little bit different than I normally talk about on the podcast. However, I feel like it's applicable and I'm getting questions about it. So why not just share it with you today? Now, I will say if you are listening to this on the podcast and you have any questions, definitely come over to YouTube, check out the video. I'm going to include links uh, once I'm completed recording the video for everything that we're talking about so you can see, because if you're anything like me, you got to see things when they are visual. And I am a very visual person, so I am going to make sure I give you all the visuals today to go over how to start thinking about building your personal brand. A personal brand is your unique look and feel. It is the future, if you ask me. And I think it's very important to have a personal brand that is consistent, cohesive, and recognizable. Now, maybe this isn't for everyone, but if you're a speaker, if you are a YouTuber, if you are a podcaster, or... You know, even if you're just trying to create a look that is more professional because you're trying to get a job, this is super, super important to do. Or maybe you're an insurance agent or a real estate agent and you want to create that recognizable look that subconsciously people know is you without thinking twice. That's why this is so important because you need to stand out amongst the crowd and doing it with personal branding is your best bet. And it doesn't have to be super, super hard. So we're going to start with just three things that you want to consider in this video, and then we can go deeper. If you have more questions, of course, feel free to ask me. Uh, But let's start with the three basic things you really want to consider to give yourself that cohesive appearance overall. Now, Before I dive into those three items that we're going to talk about, which I'm just going to say right up front, is going to be color, your elements, and your fonts. I want to give you an example, and I want to show you on my Instagram page what I am talking about, because I feel like getting an idea that way is great. Okay, so we're on my Instagram page, and as you can see, uh, I've got, you know, some photos, and then I also have created elements. But if you keep scrolling and you look, there's a general feel to everything. You'll see a lot of blue. You'll see pink. You'll see yellow. I've got similar fonts working consistently. So it gives it a nice, not super, super polished look, but just that that step up. And what I really want to tell you right up front is it's it's a process that you kind of got to work through and feel out for yourself so that you have an idea what works with you, speaks to your personality, uh, and and really is something you can maintain. That's the big thing. You don't want to overcomplicate this, so it's really difficult to maintain. But there's a bunch of examples there of how I am creating 
a consistent, cohesive look. So let's dive into what that means. The first thing that you want to think about are your colors. So I had a friend recently, she was like, oh, Amanda, I, I watch you do your videos and they're great, but you know, I'm, I, I don't think a studio is for me because I'm on the go. Sometimes I make these videos, you know, when I'm home, sometimes when I'm at my office. And I said, that's okay. When you do that, you still can have some consistencies and have a color palette that you're utilizing that will set you off. So for me, a lot of my colors are going to be blue. Sorry, my dog is wagging his tail while he's asleep right now. It's adorable. Um, <laughs> so distracting. Uh, my colors, where am I at? Colors, hi. Hope you <laughs> Welcome to the ride. I've got the blue. Oh, I use white. I use yellow. And I use pink. But I'd use a, a bunch of different variations of blue. And it took me a while to really decide which one specifically, and it could evolve, and I could end up using more colors, but those are the general feels. Shades of blue, there's some green hipped in, but yellow, white, and pink. And to get complementary colors to one another, I used a website that my cousin Jason introduced me to. So shout out to you, Jason Gray. I appreciate you introducing me to this. This was a game changer for me. And that website is coolers.co. And I'm going to show you guys this as well. So it's coolers.co. Share. Here we go. See right up here, coolors.co. And what this website allows you to do is have a generator. So you take all the guesswork out of this. I started with my favorite color is blue, obviously. Uh, and the second favorite color is green. And then everything in between, that's like, that's what I always used to say. What's my favorite color? Blue, green, and everything in between. So if you come here, you can either explore trending palettes. If you are like, I have no idea where to start, start there. That is a great way. Or if you have a general idea of a color you want to start with, start with start the generator. So the palettes, I'll show you that really quickly. It's literally just pre-made color palettes for you that are quote unquote trending. So other people like them. Why does that matter? Because they're cohesive and pretty to the eye. Being attractive and having an attractive look is a subconscious thing. And I, I feel like attractive is the wrong word because um, I could get some backlash on that. People like pretty things, right? When things are cohesive and they look pretty together, then we like to use them. I know for myself, if I buy like a journal and it's not pretty, I probably won't use it as much. So I don't want to place the emphasis on the physicality of it, but it's just creating this consistency and this cohesion. You know, you don't want it to clash with each other and and just be like difficult to look at. You want to ease, what's that old school saying? Easy on the eyes. But anyways, back to the color generator. So these are some palettes uh, that are pre-generated for you that you can check out. And you can also tweak these palettes. If you like anything, you can create your own account and save different color palettes. But it, it might be a really great jumping off point. And just see what speaks to you. 
You know what I mean? It's about having a personal brand that speaks to you and who you are so that when people see it, they're going to automatically get a feel of what you're like, if that makes any sense. So the other option would be to come up here and go to the generate a color palette. Generating. Oh, look at that. This has already got some pretty colors going on. I like this palette already. <laughs> it's got a pretty blue, uh, a nice cut. Honestly, I kind of want to save this. I don't know what for, but we're, uh, you know, since we're info, I, I just like, I just like this. So I'm going to save this palette. You can see here. I just went to save. Since I already have an account, it'll let me save it. But say you want this ash gray as your main color. That's not a great. Let's do the blue because like you probably will want blue. You can come here and you can lock it, right? Did you see how I did that? See, the, I hovered over this little the center spot and a little icon comes up. You can lock it. And then what's really cool is you just hit the center uh, space bar and the colors around it change. So this is a great tool to check things out and start to get ideas. And you can save a bunch of palettes. And I would recommend saving a few different variations of things to then go back and look at all the different variations and kind of pick. Now, when you start to implement your personal brand colors and strategy, you may end up tweaking the colors. So like I had a, a more muted yellow to begin with, and I've tweaked it to a brighter yellow. And that's totally okay. You will tweak it. So let's say, oh, I really love this Russian green, it's called. I can lock that as well, hit the space bar again, and the colors are going to change around that palette. And, you know, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. You can also move, see it says drag here, you can move these back and forth. So you can put those together and then go, you know, what else do I like? Oh, I like this lighter shade of blue. That's very complimentary to this. Or maybe that shade of blue, I wish I could hide that, but it's all good, isn't quite what I want. If you come up here, okay, the very underneath the X to remove the color, you can view shades. Oh, I know, right? And that's how I ended up getting my second blue color. I had this first one that I really liked. I ended up finding it. And then I found a darker version of it that was complementary to it. So like a few shades darker or lighter, but you want them distinct enough. So this is where you can come. Um, it, honestly, this is addicting. So I'm just going to warn you right up front. This is addicting. <laughs> it is a fun little thing to play with. Thank you to the dude who created this. I always am messing with it. And I just love playing with it. Likewise, maybe you're a real estate agent and you have some brand colors from uh, the agency that you work for. I know there's a specific broker that you work for. I was working with a friend and, you know, she works for Better Homes and Gardens. Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl, if you're watching. And she has a green and an orange that they specifically want. So I plugged those into here and then I was, I added a few colors so I could find complementary colors to work with for that brand that was already set, but then to create her, her own identity brand. But when she then had to use those logos, it didn't clash. You know, it didn't look out of place. It was this polished look. And your colors can really create a polished look for you that you can use across all boards. I just, I just have so much fun playing with this. So the key to finding your colors is that one main color that you're going to use, an accent color to go along with it. And then you want to get 
uh, almost like a black or a really dark color that you can use for text. A lot of people just go with black and just go with white. I have like a really, really dark navy blue that's not quite black that I use for everything so that it is this cohesive look. And then I use white and I also have like an off a light, light green that I'm utilizing as well. So you've got to have your main color. And the thing with your main color is you don't necessarily have to use it everywhere, every time, but you're going to be using it consistently throughout all of your elements so that you're getting that professional look. Once you've decided on your colors, I don't want to make this go too long and go too in depth, but once you decided on your colors, let's come out of this, stop sharing that. The next thing you want to look at are your branding elements. So that could be as simple as squares, um, linear lines. Maybe you use circles or polka dots. Uh, maybe you like wavy lines in your designs. Having your elements be consistent across the board also gives you a more cohesive look. So for me, I have flowers in my background shot, like always. And then I also will utilize flowers in um, on my website design. I, I can utilize them on my business card. I'm going to utilize them on my LinkedIn. I'm going to utilize um, not just flowers, but I also use this two color scheme of a lighter blue and a darker blue, but just a linear line. Very straight, very flush, so that you're always getting that element to it. I don't want to introduce stars or hearts or squiggly lines. I want to keep consistent with my flowers and my two colors of blue that just oppose one another. Hopefully that makes sense. I like to do this um, for all my posts. I guess we could go back to my Instagram page. You would see across the board, there's that line of the darker blue and the lighter blue. And that's just a consistent thing, right? So some sort of an element that you can utilize in your graphics and in your um, all your designs that is consistent to you. Like I said, you don't want squares, rectangles, and then lots of circles. You want to have there that consistency. So you have to decide what is your element. And again, it's just personal preference. What speaks to you when you're messing around with things? What what do you like? I ended up with the flowers. Apparently, I like flowers. Uh, I didn't realize how much I liked flowers until that friend pointed out to me how I always have flowers in my shot. And I was like, oh, I guess I, I, guess I really do. I looked around my house. And I was like, oh, there's flowers over there. <laughs> the back of my desk chair is embroidered with flowers. I didn't even realize that was a design element I really liked and just something I really liked in general until somebody else pointed it out to me. But now I'm going to make sure that it is consistent across the board that I don't always have it, but that that's one of my things. There's flowers, you know, uh, I made a PDF document for one of my talks on how to create a home studio like this. And it has flowers in the PDF document. That's one of my workshops that I'm doing. And so I'll have those elements across the board. Right. And so that makes a difference as well. So for me, again, flowers uh, and that lighter blue and darker blue in a very linear, just opposed way. 
Um, you will see that. I should give you one example of that really quickly. A tool that I use all the time. And when I say all, I mean all the time is going to be canva.com. C-A-N-V-A.com. And I'll link that as well so you can see it. Um, but you can see there I've got the, the light blue and the darker blue next to one another. And it's consistent across. So I had to kind of move things over for a different image, but I kept that. I moved that bar down below, but there's this consistency that those elements are in there throughout. And again, you can see my colors are consistent throughout. You've got the lighter blue, the darker blue, the yellow, the white, the pink. All of these things go together to create that consistent look. So the first two things we've talked about, your colors, let's make me bigger, your colors and your elements. The third thing you want to think about when you're starting creating your personal brand is going to be your fonts. This is really important as well. Again, it's a subconscious thing, right? When I'm always using the same kind of fonts, it's giving me that consistent look throughout. So, you know, for the person who asked me, you know, I mean, I don't have this home studio space. What can I do? Well, say she used a program like StreamYard and you can use it from your phone. You can use it on the go. You can use it on your laptop, wherever you are. She could have that consistent fonts and overviews so that even though she's not in the same space all the time, she still has that consistency of the fonts being the same. So as you can see on my uh, where'd it go? Do, 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 screen share. You can see here, I'm using this big, yes, you may font. I don't even know what that's called. And then I have a secondary font that I use just for all my normal text. It's got a little bit of a curve to it. And then I've got this big, bold font in pink. You can see, let me pull this up a little bit brighter here. That is bold. It's in your face, but it is what I'm using consistently. So there are three different fonts in this particular image that we're looking at. What's really cool with Canva is you can save, and I I think you can save a couple of fonts in the free version. I do have the pro paid version. I love it. It allows me to save my colors, my fonts, um, but it will also remember your recently used things. So, you know, if you aren't trying to spend money on Canva.com, that's cool too. You could just create like a little Word doc and write down all your stuff. Definitely create a document uh, for your branding guide. So you write down your color hexes, you write down your font names, your images so that you have this consistent document that you don't have to remember. How about you? I'm not trying to remember what fonts I'm using, what they're called. So I use this shorthand for some big stuff. This smaller font underneath, I use something very legible. This is key. You've got to use things that people can read easily. Very easily. That is so important. Uh, but I use that for, you know, all sorts of different text options that are just, you know, basic. They don't need to grab you. They're like the, the subheadings, if that makes sense. And then I also have a larger font that I'm using for more like attention grabbing, but not the actual uh, name of the podcast itself. If you can use these same fonts or similar, you can Google and find similar fonts to one another. Use that on your website. Create images for your LinkedIn, for your Facebook. When you're creating graphics for 
Facebook, for Instagram, for LinkedIn, for all of them, even, uh, you know, uh, Clubhouse, you want to create that consistent vibe throughout. So it's those colors, those branding elements, and your fonts. Start there and work your way up. I feel like that's a good overview of where you can begin to create that consistent look. And then what I would recommend is having clothing. Now, this one might be weird, but having clothing in that color scheme. So you will often see me in blue, in green, in pink. Uh, I buy most of my clothes are all in this same kind of a color scheme. So I don't have to think about it. And it is always consistent with my brand look and image. It's a subtlety that is super important. When one of my friends was working on his book cover, Darren, hey Darren, nice to see you there. Darren LaCroix, he you know, was trying to figure out which ones to go with. And I was like, you know, you just got to really make sure you have those consistent brand colors to you. They can be slight shades one way or another, but you want to have that cohesive look no matter what your project is that you're doing, because then it speaks to you the the audience subconsciously so people know what it is you're up to and they recognize it as you. Uh, I also have a blue background here, nice blue wall. So there's that consistency as well. And my flowers, generally speaking, are these orchids that I have here. here we'll stop sharing. Uh, or I have some other flowers. Where are they? They're over there. And th they are also in that color palette. This is so important for you to focus on to just set yourself apart. If you are starting a podcast, if you are starting a YouTube channel, if you're a professional speaker, if you, like I said, are a real estate agent, um, are an insurance agent, having that consistent, cohesive look is just going to, it's just going to put in people's mind that perception that you are so much more. I hope that helps. If anybody has any questions, that of course, please put them in the comments below on the YouTube video. If you're listening to this on the podcast, maybe, I don't know if I should, I guess I can put it on the podcast. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> Just come on over to YouTube and check the video out at Amanda May Gray on YouTube, M-A-E, you know, because I got to go and be special with my name. <laughs> but having that cohesive look, it's just going to level you up. But there's this old saying, if you want to make a million dollars, look like a million dollars. That doesn't mean you have to spend a million dollars whatsoever. Not even close. It means being consistent with what you're doing and evolving with it, but making sure it is true to you. It's got to be true to you. If it's not true to you, if you don't resonate with what it is, then it's not really showing you in your best lighting. And I will give you one last little tip. If, if this is overwhelming for you, you know, just start with what you like and keep tweaking and evolving. You can also buy pre-made packs on Etsy, Etsy. I don't know how you say that of like personal branding packs that will, give you different images that you can work with on Canva that are already pre-done and ready for you that you can just tweak the colors, tweak the fonts, and they look great. That element is of design, that element of branding really is going to help you stand out above the crowd. 
Okay, that's that's the beginning of it that I do. Uh, um, we can go, this is already getting to be a little bit long, so we will cut it short there. Fonts, colors, elements, keep them consistent across all the boards, and that's how you're going to instantly become more professional and have that personal brand that people will recognize. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Let me know in the comments below what colors you're going to do, what you found most helpful, and what question you have next to keep pushing your personal brand to the next level. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Yes You May podcast with me, Amanda May Gray. Be sure to subscribe, and if you're feeling froggy, leave a review. They help me know what you like, and they help others know they should listen too. I'll catch you next time, sunshine.